Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When I listen to Audible, I'm not skimming the dead leaves out of my above-ground pool. I'm hurtling toward the planet Zebulax, searching for a new homeworld. The days turn into months. Months turn into years as my ship slips ever farther into the endless blackness of space. Kevin, water stays in the pool. Go to audible.com slash start trial and your first download is free. Audible, stories that surround you. Welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, living a holistic life with your host, Renee David Alkali. Are you searching for the path to the discovery of wholeness and balance in your life? We'll discuss the future of holistic health care and how the concepts discussed on today's show can help you make better choices in your life. Now, here is your host, Renee David Alkali. Good morning, and welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, Living a Holistic Life. Happy to be with you again this morning. Thank you for your calls and your feedback on our previous two shows. Based on those feedbacks, um, I made a decision to uh, do one more uh, show on this topic. You know, we, we try to provide information on numerous subjects, and uh, this one seems to have uh, definitely... Uh, gotten a, a response that uh, seems to indicate uh, the severity or the widespread nature of the problem or the challenge. So today we're going to, we've been speaking about depression, and we've covered quite a bit of ground on depression. Uh, we spoke about, we did an overview of it to understand um We've discussed how, how one experiences depression and mania. mania. Uh, we spoke about uh, the importance of taking responsibility for our own wellness and some of the possible causes uh, of uh, depression or mood disorders in general. Uh, so in today's talk, we're going to speak about... <clears throat> sorry. Today's talk, we're going to speak about... Uh, how to get out of a depressive uh, situation or depression. And uh, many of you out there who suffer with this uh, type of mood disorder, I'm sure have tried many, many different ways. And some uh, work, some don't. Uh, so over the years, as we have these issues, we learn to deal with them in different ways. We learn different tools. One of the first tools to develop is to become sensitive and aware to early warning signs. Uh, as you become aware of these subtle shifts, uh, and uh, perhaps by also charting your moods, you become uh, you become more sensitized to when depression may be setting in. 
one person, for example, reports that an early warning sign for them is that uh, when they're crossing the street, they're not looking, they don't look both ways, something they usually do. That means that the brain is distracted uh, from, from the way it usually functions. When you become aware of such signs, when you become aware uh, of uh, any uh, symptoms that may be arising, there are some very simple things you can do, uh, things that are not expensive, that don't cost uh, money, or certainly not a lot of money. And um, before you go into a total downward spiral, there's, uh, as I said, there are things we can do to stop that, to just stop it cold. But we need to be aware of those first signs, those early signs. And once we become aware, taking some action right away. Uh, by doing that, we can perhaps avoid, uh, in many cases, be able to avoid going on that roller coaster ride straight down. Uh, we've spoken perhaps briefly about some signs of uh, some early warning signs. Becoming, um, becoming confused or an inability to concentrate or developing uh, anxiety, uh, certainly any type of uh, 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 inability to concentrate or an, an irritability that may come up, a change in your appetite, uh, speech, slurring one's speech, withdrawal from what one usually does, uh, pigging out on junk food, you know, there's uh, there's a lot of symptoms and signs, as I've said on previous shows. I'll be very happy to share a list with you because it's very extensive, and we've covered a little bit of it previously. So then we also covered some strategies in our previous uh, program, and I don't want to repeat too much what it is that we've done because you can listen to the previous show and uh, certainly get a lot of information. So going on from what we spoke about last time, we covered the areas uh, of, uh, or of strategy for alleviating or eliminating this depression. We spoke about activities that you can do or activities that you can choose. We spoke about a support system or what kind of support to get. <clears throat> we spoke about attitude. Uh, just briefly uh, regarding attitude, anything that can divert your attention, uh, being good to yourself, uh, waiting it out, uh, developing uh, the ability to be patient, uh, noticing one's thought patterns and seeing if they're becoming very negative and changing them to positive thought patterns, uh, focusing on being alive just one day at a time. Laughter itself works wonders. So beyond that, we have the idea of management. And management, there are many things. Uh, if you're 
if you're uh, using some kind of mood-altering medications, well, yes, there are mood-altering medications that can help you. As you know, we are a holistic program, and this isn't a particular area that we get involved in. So there are some holistic things you can do. Get being exposed to full-spectrum light, spending more time outdoors if you see early warning signs, uh, keeping yourself busy, uh, perhaps increasing your intake of complex carbohydrates. Also, uh, if you've become sensitive to what foods may uh, uh, exacerbate your, your depression, uh, eliminating those foods, getting enough rest, uh, perhaps involvement in one's work, doing, uh, forcing yourself to go to work. Uh, maintaining some kind of balance uh, in your life, you know, very consciously working with that. So you might put in your journal regarding this last point, you might ask the question, what management strategies have I found for alleviating my depression? Uh, so the last um the last area of strategy that I want to touch on is spirituality. Uh, one of my favorite, as uh, two favorite things that I do in my personal life, and I find them very powerful. One is prayer. I believe in prayer and the power of prayer. Uh, I believe in meditation. I've been meditating for many years. And uh, if you listened to my previous shows, then you know that I shared on a personal note that uh, during much of my early years until I was in my late 20s, or perhaps even 30, but certainly into my 20s, uh, I did uh, have a problem with depression, serious depression, where, uh, where I totally understand that feeling of being trapped in a, on a wheel that one can't get off. So, and prayer and meditation were a, a huge part of what uh, helped me get out of that. I suppose part of that is getting in touch with your own spirituality. Uh, also, there are 12-step programs. Uh, I think they're excellent and they, they absolutely help. So, uh, you might... Uh, you might consider those and also consider what other types of spiritual practices you have to help you alleviate your depression. Perhaps you're, you're focused on a mandala, which is meditation, or you're uh, focused on sound. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe music uh, can be a spiritual experience for you, uh, as well as an activity to look at. So the next thing I'd like to discuss is how to use, how to plan your life so that, uh, uh, or why planning in general helps with mood disorders. If you're experiencing a mood disorder, you might well spend uh, many days literally doing nothing because mood disorders immobilize us. Uh, and the inactivity and the lack of accomplishment that develops from that actually deepens depression and 
Among other things, it lowers self-esteem. If you're accomplishing anything, uh, you might even put it down as not important uh, because of that self-esteem issue. When, uh, when we talk about strategies that can break this cycle, part of that is uh, make a plan and then stick with it. Uh, very hard to do, not only for people with mood disorders, but for people in general to stick to it. If you make a plan and you're not sticking with it, your self-esteem will always uh, be at risk because your inability to follow through or to see things through. The other thing is to, once you've made a plan, look at the tasks involved to achieve it and then break it down into smaller parts. And lastly, regarding any plan that you make and any of the steps that you've taken, as soon as you've uh, finished a step, give yourself some credit. Give yourself perhaps a reward. Maybe when you've finished an important step and you need to take, uh, and before going on to the next step, perhaps uh, treat yourself to going out for a nice lunch with a friend or uh, buy yourself a little something. You know, give yourself some kind of reward, but certainly give yourself credit. Uh, there's things that we have to do in our lives. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're a homemaker or if you're single or married and you're at home, well, you've got to take care of your home. We need to sweep and dust and, and vacuum. We need to clean the dishes. We need to clean our windows. We certainly need to clean our home. And uh, that in itself may be enjoyable for many people. It's, an, it's, a, I, it's always been a good feeling for me to use the executive filing cabinet, meaning the garbage pail. I always get a good feeling when I'm able to throw a lot of things away. I suppose because when I throw them out, I free myself from the burden of whatever those things were. Uh, so uh, I feel I'm, I'm really clearing my space as well as my not only the outer but the inner space. And then you might do, uh, there are other things you can do that uh, you really enjoy, perhaps going for a walk or listening to good music. I listen to music, I love music, and I play music. When I get home, as I said in a previous show, what I find very healing is I sit down and for a half hour or 20 minutes, uh, I don't expect to ever be a concert musician, but I like playing my guitar, just enjoyment. Uh, it's important uh, when, you, when you plan your day, it's important to include those, the, the things that you have to do uh, and when you do them, having some sense of having achieved them, and some things that you enjoy doing. And that's because if we do only the things we have to do, that takes the color out of living. You know, that takes, there's not necessarily a, a good feeling uh, about everything we have to do, you know. 
we want to balance that with some things that are truly enjoyable, just pleasure. And that gives us a sense of joie de vivre, a sense of I'm alive and I'm loving it. Uh, so there are some lists that I can share with you uh, should you be more interested uh, or should this be an issue. But uh, I can go over them briefly. Perhaps uh, things we have to do, well, go to work. Uh, here's a tough one that a lot of people avoid, actually. Balance your checkbook. Uh, how about uh, organizing your closets? Uh, and then there's simple things, vacuuming, washing the dishes. If you have a house, mowing the lawn, you know, make the bed instead of running away, uh, leaving it all disheveled. What about things that you enjoy doing? Well, what are your hobbies? You know, play music if you play an instrument. Maybe uh, if you have a pet, maybe spend some time with your cat, just petting them. Uh, spending time with an animal is very healing. Uh, if you like art, then sketch or draw or paint. Call a friend, have a nice chat. Uh, if you're into movies, maybe uh, pick a particular movie you want to see, go to a movie or watch it on TV. So I want you to do, I want you to make your own list. And on that list, put down what is it that you have to do? What do I have to do? And make another list that says, what do I enjoy doing? You know, and keep these somewhere where you can look at them. And one thing I do recommend is don't spend your, don't get stressed by this. In other words, you don't need to look at them all day long. You know, have a look, see what you need to do, and work your way through the day. Uh, if you spend all day doing things that you you have to do, well, that's going to make life very dull. You know, you have to develop a balanced daily plan. So we're going to take our first break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, uh, about how to create a particular schedule and uh, perhaps examples of a schedule. But more important, we'll talk about breaking tasks down. You know, if you make a plan, how do you, what are the steps and how do I get, how do I get to the end goal uh, by creating the steps necessary? This, by the way, is not just about depression. If you want to succeed in business, if you want to make money, if you want to have a good relationship, all of these things, uh, this is a strategy to help you with all of them. Stay tuned with us, and we will be back shortly with this very, very important subject. You are listening to Mind, Body, Spirit, Living a Holistic Life with your host, myself, Rene David Alkali. I am a naturopathic doctor in private practice in Forest Hills, New York, at 10202 Metropolitan Avenue. A description of classes and programs that we offer is available on our website, www.genesistreeoflife.com. We offer wellness programs in yoga, martial arts, 
Tai Chi, ballroom dance, personal and group fitness, meditation, and seminars on various health topics. These are at our studio or as in reach at your facility. We can bring these programs to you, to your organization. Check our website, www.genesistreeoflife.com, uh, for our corporate wellness program and some of our other classes. Or you may call us at 718-544-5996. And we're back with you. So I'd like to um, I'd like to give you a short example, or not an example. I'd like to give you a chart that I think you, would be of great benefit to you. So the chart would have four categories, and regarding a plan, the categories would be the first uh, the first column or first. Yeah, column would be time, meaning eight to nine a.m. or eight to eight thirty a.m. or ten to eleven p.m. So different times, and you schedule your day. Then plan. Then the second column would be your planned activity, and also perhaps expectations regarding that activity. I'll give you examples in a moment. The um, third column would be the actual activity itself. Uh, the And the fourth column would be your reaction. How did it feel to you? How, how does it feel? How it felt? Uh, so I'll give you an example. Uh, 7 to 8 a.m., uh, wake up. Uh, Take a shower, brush your teeth, brush my teeth, uh, take care of my personal hygiene, you know, empty my bowel, empty the bladder, you know, whatever, the, whatever your personal hygiene is. So you put that in. Then uh, make uh, some breakfast, perhaps some oatmeal or whatever your breakfast is some scrambled eggs and a slice of toast. Then you put down your actual activity. The actual activity was that you got up. You took that shower. You had that egg and toast, or you had that oatmeal. And uh, then how that felt? Um, well, over here you might put down that it felt better than if you had just kept sleeping throughout the day and done absolutely nothing. Uh, then, uh, since that's at that time, what's the next step along the way? And that's not a pun because the next step might be walking to work or taking the subway to work. Uh, on the way, maybe picking up the morning newspaper. Uh, then uh, uh, seeing uh, seeing if uh, then in the actual activity you can put down that that's what you did or you you took the subway to work but you didn't pick up the paper so you put down took subway to work right or you didn't pick up the mail the morning mail um, so that was uh then how it felt 
Well, if you walk to work, then it might you might consider that perhaps exercise. Uh, maybe that made you feel better. Uh, then when you get to work or wherever you're going, perhaps the next step is uh, checking your uh, email messages and sorting through them, seeing what's important, what isn't, spending an hour on that, returning any phone calls. Uh, and then the actual activity that you did. If that was the plan, how did you do? Well, I opened my my email. I sorted through it. I put down which one which needed a response, which were tra- which were junk mail, if it didn't get picked up by spam. And I uh, returned uh, one phone call or two phone calls when, let's say, I had a message my message pad for six. So I returned one or two. Um, and then how it felt. Well, it felt better than it felt better to be doing these things than if I had done nothing. Uh, and the list goes on. You get the idea. Whenever you're, you've done the uh, planned activity the way it was, uh, the, the way it was put down as a goal, then you can just say done as planned. So that's uh, that's a skill part. The idea, if you're someone who's a working person, if you're not a working person, person, there's a different kind of a chart. Uh, so, but in either case, you're using the same uh, kind of chart in terms of columns, and the activities may vary. Uh, I'm happy to send you uh, the chart and. Uh, I'm happy to send you examples of it. And then, you know, in your journal, you might ask questions like how you felt on days when you didn't follow your plan or how it felt for you on days when you were depressed and you did follow the plan. Uh, So both of those perhaps need to be filled in. We're going to move on to an important part of making any plan, and that's not to take on the whole mountain, but to take it one step at a time. Because even when even small tasks, when you're feeling, when you're in the midst of a mood disorder, can seem like mountains. So if we analyze what we need to do and break it down into small parts, it can be a lot more a lot easier to handle uh, if we talk uh, through it with a with uh, our support system, which we spoke about earlier. If we write down what we need to do uh, and what we need to do to accomplish the final task, all that will help us. And that sense of accomplishment from getting these things done definitely can help us come out of depression. Uh, when when I'm used to feel depressed, I found it hard to do anything. I found it hard to get dressed. Uh, if I if I break that down into smaller parts, you know, then maybe it would have been a lot easier at that point. I just had didn't have the right support system, but eventually I did. Breaking it down into small parts means. Well, picking some clean, you know, putting my uh, the clothing I slept in, 
your pajamas perhaps in the laundry bin, uh, taking out fresh clothing, choosing particular clothing, choosing what shoes I'm going to wear, you know, making decisions and dressing in stages. You know, okay, now I'm putting on my, my underwear, now I'm putting on my shirt, my pants, now I'm putting on my socks, my shoes, doing each step. Um, if you're doing law, if you're doing dishes, well, clearing, clearing the dishes, any extra food surplus into the garbage would be a step. Clearing the dishes from the table might be a previous step. Putting the dishes in the sink and running some water over just any grime, any oils that might be there before putting them into the dishwasher. Then putting the dishwasher, uh, putting them in the dishwasher, stacking them, that's a step. Then closing the door and starting the dishwasher. All of those are steps. And uh, if we put them down and see the steps and see what we need to do, uh, on top of which we set the dials on a dishwasher, right temperature, movement speed, all of that. Uh, if we do that, all of a sudden, it's not like, where do I start? I know where I'm starting. I know where I'm finishing. And that makes life a lot easier. The question that I would ask you to ask yourself is, when you're feeling depressed, what are the jobs, what are the tasks that you have that you have a hard time with? And if so, can you break them down? Can you break down one of these tasks that's really hard for you into smaller incremental steps? And that's going to make that task manageable. Uh, I would break it down into, break whatever you're doing, break it down into anywhere between 8 to 10 steps. Break them down. We're going to take our second break in just a few moments. Before I do, I'd like to just reiterate that one point. When you've achieved a task, when uh, when you've done, you know, that's the, the particular task that is a step along the way, and certainly getting dressed, Maybe maybe the steps are too close together and too integrated to do it. Maybe when you're completely dressed. But when you've completed a task, remember to give yourself credit. Give yourself credit for it. Uh, sometimes you might not get anything done, but other times you might get a lot done. Uh, certainly people who are depressed feel that they can't get anything done. So that's something to also look at. But you do deserve credit. You deserve credit for uh, for getting up, getting dressed, for making breakfast, for uh, petting your your, your 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 dog or your cat. Uh, if you're a parent, for giving some encouragement and parental guidance. You know, give yourself the credit for these things. In fact, I'd like you to make a list of things you've done today that you can give yourself credit for. A list of things that you've done this morning that you can give yourself some credit for. 
And that will help you focus on positive things instead of negatives. Uh, You can include anything. I took a shower this morning. I washed my face. I brushed my teeth. I made myself breakfast. I made a cup of tea. Uh, I made my bed. I fed my pets, my dog or my cat. Um, You know, anything. The the car needed the gas. It was very low. I stopped at a gas station. I was driving to work. I noticed it was low. I stopped. I filled it with gas. I took care of it. If you didn't take care of it, you know what? For whatever mood disorder, then you'd be stuck in the middle of the highway somewhere. Uh, So there's lots of things you can give yourself credit for. We'll be back shortly and uh, with some additional suggestions for how to alleviate depression and how also we can seek some help, how we do that. So stay with us, and we'll be back momentarily with this subject, The Way Out of Depression. You are listening to Mind, Body, Spirit, Living a Holistic Life with your host, Myself, Dr. Renee David Alkali. I am a naturopathic doctor in private practice in Forest Hills, New York, at 102-02 Metropolitan Avenue in Forest Hills. A complete description about my services and the products that are available at our wellness center can be found on my website, www.genesishealthbeauty.com That's www.genesishealthbeauty.com Or you may call us at 718-544-5997 And welcome back. So other suggestions that I have for you, um, certainly one, it would be not to withdraw from any of the activities you usually do or from the people that you're around. Uh, Changing your negative thinking, any distorted thoughts, change them to realistic ones. Not easy. I'm not saying these things are easy. I'm saying these are tools that you can develop. Uh, have strong will to and determine that you want to fight for your your own health, your own mental and physical health. Uh, there's a number of affirmations you can use. Uh, it's possible to function adequately even while enduring a fairly severe downtime. Uh, right? You you want to use those. Those kind of affirmations keep some belief that the world is does have a structure and an order that's spiritual for sure. Uh, that it's not just a chaotic world without any significance. And why are we here? Uh, there's uh, philosophers on many sides of the aisle who've dealt with these questions. Start to read. Uh, the existential view tends to speak about the meaninglessness uh, of life, of the existential view of life. 
And that's really undermined by stability. So there, there are some things you need to do internally and perhaps with a good friend. I will give you some tools that I've mentioned earlier. Keep a journal. Take a warm bath. Get dressed. Pick nice clothes. Clothes may not make the man, but they certainly have an effect on our mood. Meditate. Uh, do some relaxation practices. Uh, a good book from your library, as I said. Have lunch with a close friend. Take a nap without sleeping through the whole day. Uh, read, uh, you know, or maybe listen to some music. Uh, go to bed at a reasonable hour. Get enough rest. So, you know, there's probably much more, and I can share, as I said, charts with you. If you're interested, just call us. I'll be glad to send you some type of, um, you know, not some type. I'll be glad to send you a chart of um, things that you can do. So when we're seeking some kind of help for dealing with depression, uh, the, you know, there are studies that have cited, for example, different criteria for when people should seek help. The general consensus, however, is that the sooner that we seek help, the better. Uh, a lot of people feel that the best thing to do is to get help at the very first warning signs. One, uh, one person reported that she needed help and she sought help when all her usual attempts to help herself weren't working. When do you when do you when should you look for help? So we already said as soon as you notice some early warning signs. The second time to seek help is if depression is lasting for more than a day. Perhaps the third one is uh, when you need help in prioritizing and sorting out feelings. Uh, when, uh, when you become unable to take care of yourself, perhaps when you become confused and your thoughts become all messed, uh, all blended together and jumbled up, or any kind of extreme feeling of despair a little dangerous if you are experiencing deep deep despair then I would seek very rapid help uh, if you're feeling out of control if you're having pain that becomes extreme when you can't get out of bed you know and the list again goes on so we're not trying to cover everything on the list uh, here but we, we do want to let you know that there are approaches, there are cures for depression. Uh, I use that certainly in a guarded manner. This program is about education and not diagnosis or treatment. Nevertheless, uh, I, speaking for myself, 
having suffered from depression throughout the first 25, certainly 25 years of my life, uh, have not had any sign, symptom, or even inkling of depression since my uh, 29th birthday, 30th, 29th, 30th birthday. And uh, it's uh, it's truly um, truly important. So uh, this is these are some of the uh, things that I wanted to bring out. What the criteria are to use to determine the right time to get help, to uh, and to maybe write down your reasons for getting that help. There may also be some people that you prefer to get help from. So put down who your set who your preferences are. Is it a counselor, a psychiatrist, a psychotherapist, a friend, a peer group friend? You know who is it? Is it a group therapy situation, a twelve step program? And then you can ask questions. What do I want from my dear close friend? Uh, well, here's here's the thing that you want. You want uh, reassurance, validation, perhaps love, perhaps you know a hug, just human contact, uh, affirmation that you're okay, that you're a good person. Uh, maybe someone to have a good one-on-one conversation with. More uh, more relevant support from your close friends uh, needs to be worked on where perhaps someone to run some errands for you when you're unable to do it. So besides these, put down your own. What What do you want from your friends? And also, what kind of help do you prefer? So these, again, you know, we're covering a lot of ground. Uh, I'd like to just briefly touch on the next question, which is how people want to be treated when they're depressed. So how people want to be treated... Generally, if people are depressed, they want to be treated with love. They want to be treated gently, with some level of compassion, and with respect. Perhaps the sense of having someone who will actually listen, or listen and tolerate. You know, tolerance. Um, So, kindly, gently, with compression... Um, and uh, who is it? Is it a brother, a sister? Is it a parent? You know, identify these. Uh, Perhaps you want someone to pray for you long distance. Perhaps, um, Perhaps just wanting to be alone, separating yourself from people. You know, I know that when I'm wounded or when I'm very upset... Uh, I'm like a bear. I want to go into a cave, not see anyone, not do anything, and just isolate myself and withdraw. Right. So that's one way. It's not necessarily the best way. Um, the the way is 
to uh, is to approach the subject with honesty, with a brutal self-honesty, with an effort to keep yourself involved, with um, with uh, people who let you work things out. You know, there's so many more things that come to my mind. I can't go through all of them with you, but I'll be happy to send you a chart for you to check off against. Uh, What we don't want from other people during a depressive episode. um, Here, and there are, and this is well-meaning people who do this to us all the time. And that is someone who will blame us for what we can't help. Someone who will humiliate us. Someone who will desert us. Uh, perhaps uh, we don't want someone to tell us um, to get our act together or to make un- to make demands on us that we're simply not prepared to take advantage of or to do. Uh, someone may make fun of us uh, or give us sympathy. We don't want sympathy. We don't want someone to uh, fall uh, or to, uh, we don't want avoidance. So make a chart. What other things do you want to do? Uh, What other things, I would say, do you not want in terms of treatment? How do you not want to be treated? Uh, you need to come up with the answers to this. We're going to take our last break. When we come back, we'll talk about what you can do to, and we'll finish the topic with that, the topic for today. The topic itself is way too broad. But we'll finish on this note what you can do when you're getting depressed. And we'll bring all of that, to, all of it together from our conversation thus far. So stay tuned with us. We'll be back shortly. You are listening to Mind, Body, Spirit, Living a Holistic Life with your host, myself, Dr. Renee David Alkali. I am a naturopathic doctor in private practice in Forest Hills, New York. Uh, at 10202 Metropolitan Avenue. I want to take a moment to tell you about our free program for veterans with PTSD, for children with cancer, and for young adults with mental disabilities. If you have a loved one or friends um, that fall into any of these categories, please have them call us. Uh, We have free programs available There is no charge. Uh, We offer these through our not-for-profit, and you can find us online at www.genesissociety.org. These programs are made available by your generous support. Please continue to support them. Continue to help us make them available at no charge to our community. Check our website, www.genesissociety.org, or you may call us at 
5997. Yes, we're back with the final portion of uh, today's show. So I'm going to summarize for you what you can do if you feel you're getting depressed. And these are simple things you can do to help you alleviate symptoms. Uh, Perhaps while you're waiting for more uh, professional help or even just uh, to keep yourself balanced, Now, they may not solve the underlying problem, but they'll certainly help you with the symptoms you're experiencing. Uh, For one day, one thing we spoke about planning your day with some activities you have to do and some activities that you enjoy. Uh, Rate your expectations and then reassess how you felt after their completion. Uh, Listen Uh, to or help someone else get out of yourself use spiritual resources whatever is available whatever you're comfortable using get exercise do any kind of exercise get on your bike go for a bike ride do a stationary bike go for a swim jog my favorite is have a brisk walk not window shopping mind you Walking, swinging your arms, breathing deeply. And go outside, get sunshine. Uh, If you do have to be inside, open a window or sit near a window. Get light, light. Uh, Get help while you can. Don't don't procrastinate. You know, if you see, if you feel a symptom is coming on, start right away to address it. Get rid of sugar and coffee. Get rid of junk food. Uh, eat some. Eat healthy meals. Eat a healthy diet. Uh, if you've done a task, then make sure to buy yourself something you've been wanting that you'd enjoy. Uh, what else? Uh, what else can I think of? Well, break down as I said the hard job into smaller jobs. Um, Perhaps if you have a friend, talk to a friend who, as long as the friend is understanding, as long as your friend is non-judgmental, and speak with them for as long as you need to. Uh, it, it has to be okay to talk about anything and to be emotional. That, that's the kind of friend you really need. And the shoe fits on both sides of the aisle so to speak if you want a good friend the question is how do we get a good friend well one way is to be a good friend we don't click with everybody that's true but once you have made that connection be a good friend perhaps your friend needs to talk then you need to be understanding and non-judgmental It needs to be okay for your friend to talk about anything to you and to be emotional if necessary. But it also needs, a relationship needs that from you to a, uh, uh, from you to a friend. Uh, Use whatever you can. If there are spiritual resources, entertainment resources, whatever you can, 
get comfortable and call it up, call it. Uh, we said to eliminate bad diet, buying yourself something. Perhaps read uh, read a funny book or go to a comedy, a funny movie. Uh, certainly get dressed and get out of the house. You know, so these are some of the the major uh, things that uh, that you can do that are not expensive, that are self-healing, that have to do more with lifestyle than anything else. On a more professional level, you might use some cognitive behavioral therapy. You might need a therapist. Uh, perhaps you need that to get out of that those negative thoughts. You might start to read some self-help books on this topic. Uh, what else? Um, well, I, I'm not uh, not seeing anything in my mind that I can continue to speak about. So, uh, if it interests you, if you're suffering from mood disorders, I can certainly work with you or find someone professional in your area that you can work with. You do not need to continue to suffer with these conditions. Uh, what do you do if you're manic and you, how do you come down? These are all questions that need to be answered. Uh, if you're planning and scheduling your day, perhaps you want to include in the schedule how you're coming down from manic behavior. Uh, there are many questions to ask along the way. And in the same manner, with mania as well, we want to break tasks down into smaller, uh, smaller steps. How, you know, how do you want to be treated? If you're experiencing mania, is there a particular where, way that you want to be treated? So these are some of the ways that people have reported in. Uh, one of them is uh, uh, to understand that the person going through it is going, is going to, is doing their best to cope. So I'm going to put this in the singular because the test for this is going to be in the outer, in the outer part. So for one thing, understanding others being the kind of people that understand and knowing enough about us to understand that we're doing our best. Uh, we want to be treated the same as when we're feeling okay. We don't want to be singled out as someone strange or weird or, that you know, we're just not healthy or any of that. Treat me like everybody else. Also, give space. Leave them alone. Uh, people who treat us gently, calmly, but uh, also who may be tough, you know, who keep us grounded in reality. We certainly want to be treated with respect. We want to be treated as people who may need help. What about some uh, very external type of treatments? Well, treat me with a nice dinner. Uh, give me some professional guidance, perhaps. Or guidance as a friend. 
support my self-care efforts. Uh, someone who will treat me with love, who will treat me seriously, who will treat me with patience. And listen, just listen. Be available, certainly. If you want, as I said, if you want to be a friend, to have a friend, you must be a friend. Being a friend means being available to your friends. It doesn't mean 24-7, but it certainly means being available to your friends. And go with the moods, but control any irrational behaviors. Okay, so we're... You know, we're still dealing with this what do people want from others when they're experiencing mania. Uh, there are cases where uh, treatment may be inappropriate. You have to be careful. That will make the problem much more, much worse. Okay. Well... We're we're down to the uh, last couple of minutes. I'm hesitating of jumping into a new topic because each step along the way of understanding depression, understanding this topic, is so broad and large in itself. Uh, I would say that uh, we we when we are experiencing mania. Uh, Others may look at us and tell us to relax, take it easy, right? Well, uh, different people respond in different ways. So you have to know how do you respond. If someone tells you relax, slow down, well, one way, one response is I don't listen to it. Two, I don't like it. Uh, three, I ignore them. I tell them they're well bound up uh, to try to take control and feel frustrated when when I can't. I feel embarrassment. I feel that others have discovered that I'm sick. Okay. I, As I said, I hesitate to jump into the next topic, and I don't think we're going to be covering it here. If you do want to set up a time when we can work together or if you need a referral, if you need a recommendation for someone in your area who works with mood disorders, you can always be in touch with us. But certainly, uh, if I had to go into any other topic, I'll just mention it without going into it. And that's dealing with embarrassment and feeling guilty because if we're suffering from this hyperactivity, this kind of mania, then then guilt or embarrassment comes with the package. Uh, you know, the, it just it's there as our internal reaction. So some things that you have to deal with are don't blame yourself, don't blame the illness. You know, blame the illness, not yourself. Try to erase it from your mind, and so on. Again, there are lists and charts, and I'll be happy to share those. The program is now coming to the very uh, end. 
Um, I want to take this time to tell you how much I enjoy being with you, how much I've enjoyed having this radio time, and I hope to be with you for quite a bit longer. So God bless you. Thank you so much for um, spending this hour with me. Hopefully it's been educational and enlightening, and it's given you some tools to improve your life, to make your life better. Uh, Once again, God bless you, and I look forward to being with you next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.